happy Labor Day to all of you here on what is not really the 615 Sessions podcast, but this is still Buck Rising. Uh, There's been a lot going on over the weekend. We had roster cut days. We had a massive signing by the Tennessee Titans of a free agent that they have been in pursuit of for six months. They have landed Jadavion Clowney. He comes in at a contract just over $12 million with up to $15 million in incentives, according to Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter, all of these things being celebrated across the internet today. If you're a Titans fan, congratulations on all your good luck. This is the one, right? You guys finally got the big fish. So what we have on this bonus podcast edition here on the A to Z Sports Network is myself, Austin Stanley, Zach Bingham of A to Z Sports In the morning, we got together, we did a live stream to instantaneously react to the news that Jadeveon Clowney had been signed. It's been a long time coming. And this is is a one-year deal, right? They're getting one shot at this guy. They've waived the franchise tag option for him in 2021. This is their window, and they have pushed their chips into the middle of the table. So... Austin, Zach, and I will react to this as we did on Saturday when the news came down. It is here for you guys in audio form. Enjoy, and we'll see you here in the A to Z Sports podcast feed on Monday when the Big Orange podcast takes over. I'll be back to talk more at length about this on Tuesday's 615 Sessions. emergency live session here tonight as uh, the Titans are expected to sign Judavian Clowney. The first report coming from Diana Rossini of ESPN, Austin Stanley, Zach Bingham, and Buck Rising all scrambling to get back to our home studios as fast as possible so we can go live uh, and do something we've been waiting on for six months uh, because March what? March 15th or 16th I think was uh, the opening day of free agency and uh, Judavian Clowney expected to sign with the Tennessee Titans. That's Josina Andrew, uh, just um, Diana Rossini's words, excuse me. Then uh, Paul Kaharski also confirmed locally. Uh, there's been Aaron Wilson saying it's not done yet, and Pro Football Talk saying expected to be one year, twelve million dollars for Judavian Clowney to join the Titans defense. Uh, Zach, I'll let you start first. Uh, your initial reactions and, and kind of where you've how you've been following this story ever really since the last couple of days when uh, it, it felt like the clock was starting to speed up on this. Yeah, well, and with all of the drama surrounding this and Titans fans that watch our programs uh, in the morning and, and primetime know it's been a long, drawn-out process with even Jadeveon Clowney firing his agent this morning, right? And it, it was It was a jumble, but my first reaction, honestly, was finally the Tennessee Titans – land the big fish. I mean, we followed this franchise since they moved to Nashville, and this is the biggest free agent acquisition. This was a wanted man. Jadeveon Clowney is a big name, a known commodity, a number one overall pick in the NFL draft. This is big for the Titans. And, you know, it's taken years, and Amy Adams-Strunk putting the right people in place and John Robinson – and Mike Vrabel, the stars aligning, and they land Jadeveon Clowney. You've got to – hats off to the Titans 
for finally getting him. Yeah. This is big time for this franchise going into a year coming off an AFC championship appearance. Uh, so real quick, uh, before I let Buck jump in here, I, I, I said Josina Anderson has a 40 and slip, but now Josina Anderson tweeted two minutes ago since we started live saying, Judavian Clowney just told me he has still not made a decision Teams are still calling. He's not so, signed yet, according well, to Kaharski. We we knew it, we knew it hasn't signed yet. Like the dot on the the pin on the dotted line had not happened yet. We knew that going into this, but the report expected to sign from Diana Rossini. Uh, Buck, you you have a good, to that Buck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a good pulse though on. What it means when it comes from Rossini. Obviously, you're probably texting with Paul right now. And then uh, what it means when it comes from Josina Anderson and other national media outlets. What are you thinking right now when you hear Josina Anderson and Diana Rossini having conflicting reports? Uh, well, I'm texting not Kaharski right now, uh, okay. but I did get a text from a from a Titan from somebody in the Titans building with a clown emoji. So. As far as I know, that's that's confirmation to me, if not in actual signed dotted line. I mean, he could he could very well be stringing people along. I don't think that's the case. I think that they they just there's no other there's no other team that has the financial flexibility to be able to get this done. And it's just a situation where you know if Clowney wants to make it the Clowney show, fine. He's clearly messy this way. He's clearly dramatic this way. Uh, let him let him have his day. Fine. But at this point, if I'm getting a text with a clown emoji from somebody over there at St. Thomas Sports Park, I'm gonna assume, I'm gonna operate under the assumption that Jadavion Clowney is gonna be a Titan. Yeah, so uh, that's that's how it feels, at least. I'm, I'm trying to read your guys' comments. A lot of comments flying in here. Again, Austin Stanley, Zach Bing on Buck Rising, A to Z Sports, uh, an emergency live show reacting to the Clowney expected to sign with the Titans per Diana Rossini. Uh, now Josina Anderson, now four minutes ago, saying he has still not made up his mind. That's uh, that's Josina saying uh, per me, right? Per Clowney texting me and telling me uh, there. So trust well, Do you take stock into that? Well, look, I yeah, I do. Like I've I've made fun of Justina Anderson a lot for involving herself in her own reports too much, but I think she does a good job and she's well connected. So I do think that's interesting uh, for sure. Is is that now you know after not quite an hour, forty five minutes or so after the Diana Rossini uh, report comes out, that Jadavian Clowney's still making up his mind. I think I, I believe it. I believe it's not done, but I, I definitely believe the Titans, as Aaron Wilson put it. Have a have a strong possibility of landing Clowney because it's all about reuniting Jadavian Clowney with Mike Vrabel. And I said this on our show yesterday, Zach, that if Jadavian Clowney wants to make big money next offseason in free agency, you don't pick Sean Payton and the New Orleans Saints where you're going to be a part of a 4-3 defense that's going to let you play right defensive end. You're going to pick Mike Vrabel, who has front multiplicity and likes to be creative and who you had your best NFL season with in Houston, and you're going to go out there and be a chess piece and move around the defense and make a lot of plays and, and disrupt a lot of offenses this season. Yeah, well, and and it's not going to – I would not be surprised if Clowney finally decides on the Titans. We have conflicting reports but between Diana Rossini and Josina Anderson. That's kind of the war within ESPN right now. But well, no, Josina's not there. Former ESPNites, former ESPN. Yeah, Josina is texting with a uh, fellow free agent, uh, Jadavian Clowney, I believe. Okay, so, so, but, but still, she tweeted out that she heard it from the horse's mouth, right? 
you yes. got to put you that's putting a lot on the line she's reported a lot of things with her time at ESPN, but sure. these are big, conflicting reports. Buck, I know that you've talked to Diane Rossini before. She look, she's broken some stories. She has her thumb within the the St. Thomas Sports Park complex. She's broken Titans news before. Diana Rossini is credible when it comes to Tennessee Titans reporting. Like I really do take her at a word when uh, when she when she puts something out there. Now I have a text out to Diana. I don't know if necessarily she's got the time to respond. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but all of all of all indications point to the Titans and Jadavion Clowney. I think by by the time by the time that this comes down, uh, it's just going to be the case. Like I'm looking, I'm looking. I'm sorry, I'm I'm texting. Uh, I'm getting a, multiple texts on on this front right now. But if they do, if this does, if this falls apart, right? Like, this is complete and utter disaster. They have four out, outside linebackers on the team. They cut DeAndre right. Walker today with the intention of putting him back on practice squad, maybe, but you don't know. The intention, they right now, based on what I'm seeing, uh, what based on what I'm seeing coming out of the building, they are they are confident uh, that this is indeed the case. But as we know, no pen has been put to paper. So, I mean, he can continue to drag this thing out as long as he wants. Like you said earlier, Zach, this dude fired his agent six hours before the deadline. Like, and nobody's been able to get a hold of Bus Cook anyway because he lives in BFE, Mississippi, and he's got Area 51 cell reception. Like, I, <laughs> this is for Josina. Josina throws a massive wrench into it by saying she's talked directly to Clowney. Yeah. Nobody else is saying that. Diana's getting this from the Tennessee Titans. Josina says she's getting this straight from the individual. At this point, those are two massive problems. But I think when all of this comes to bear, you're going to see Jadavion Clowney as a Tennessee Titan. And well, one, let me let me ask this. Note, wait, one thing to note: yeah. Schefter did Adam Schefter did tweet out winner period that and Adam Schefter probably the best reporter in the NFL when it comes to information. Right, so and, I, that, I take some that is something. Well, but let's think about this because your Buck's right. Diane is probably, I mean, I don't know this for sure, but I know Diane is probably getting it from inside the building there. And Josina saying she's getting it from Clowney. Who does Schefter get his stuff from? Agents <laughs> and Jadavian Clowney doesn't have it or part of the agent, right? And there was some talk about him trying to hire a new agent uh, earlier this morning. And I don't know if that's official or not. And I don't know if Adam Schefter would have, have the ability to confirm that via the brand new agent or not, but does it mean anything that sports center also put together like a full graphic and tweeted out uh, that Jadavian Clowney expected to sign with the Tennessee tides, like sports centers, Twitter, Twitter went out and did it itself. Does that mean anything either? Or is that just them backing up their own reporter? Welcome to 2020, right? You jump at the news. These sport, these these stations, the mainstream media, the mainstream sports media, they want the clicks, right? Yes. They want the eyes. And now this, I, this is this as Buck said, this could turn into a disaster because Clowney, the, the, I don't really trust Clowney. All of his actions over the last several months have been attention, attention, attention. Fired agent. I don't know where to go. The Saints are involved. The Seahawks are involved. The Browns are involved. The Titans are involved. Yeah. The Ravens, Ravens, like an hour ago. Like the Ravens, Ravens just did. Right? So this is a mess. Like, <laughs> if, if, if I would feel a lot better if I was a Titans fan that, that Diane Rossini tweeted this out, Adam Schefter confirmed it, but Cena Anderson, that is the big, that's the wrench, as we've said. 
Right. So it's it's basically Josina versus ESPN because and that's interesting because Josina's got Clowney telling her information and the ESPN connections are getting it from the Titans. So Buck, what what your your mind your eyes look like they're thinking and reading things. So what what do you what's going through your mind? Uh, I, I'm just I'm trying to process exactly exactly how this could be possible, right? Because he has to be here in Nashville. I mean, he has to be geographically close for this for this to even get green lighted. Because Di- listen, it's it's hard to go public with that kind of stuff. Diana has to vet that through all kinds of editors, all kinds of producers, all kinds of ESPN journalistic hurdles that she's got to get over. The same ones uh, that Adam Schefter has to. So we have to. He has to be geographically centric. Uh, he has to have just undergone a physical. I think that based on what I ba- coupled with Diana's reporting, the initial breaking of the news, what we here locally are hearing out of it, I've seen Kaharski. Kaharski feels pretty confident about it. It looks like on Twitter, I feel pretty confident about it based on the people that are talking to me. Um, I just, I just don't understand why he's why he would do this. Like I haven't, none of this has made sense. Ian Rappaport got out there last, I think a couple days ago when the initial. Clowny watch started to stir back up and he said this has always been a part of the plan the plan was always to let it go this long this is no this is no planning this is complete and utter chaos this is somebody who doesn't know what he's doing feels like he's either one been told something uh that was incorrect on the side of the agent unrealistic expectations and now he's pissed about that and now he's trying to take matters into his own hands but it just it's nonsensical all of it (laughs) Oh, for, for sure. A to Z Sports, uh, Austin Stanley, uh, Zach Bingham, Buck Rising here. Again, this all started uh, earlier this evening at 545 when Diane Orsini uh, said that uh, Judavian Clown is expected to sign with the Tennessee Titans. Sources tell ESPN to rejoin Mike Vrabel. We know the Saints have made a really strong push uh, for J.D. Davian Clowney, including uh, having Clowney's chef cook dinner uh, for Sean Payton in Clowney's house in Houston last night, which went on Instagram. There has been an agent that has been fired since that dinner as well. Uh, The Ravens got a little bit of play in here. And this is the interesting thing, too, because – it's not done. Like everybody who's saying like, it's not done. Chad says AJ Brown tweet about it. I saw Will Compton tweet and say, welcome to the boys clowny, which look, it's not done because the, the deal hasn't come through our email where uh, we get the email from the Tennessee Titans media relations group saying the Titans have agreed to terms with Jadavian Clowney, but it's the Titans inside the building. According to what Buck is saying, feel very confident that they have him. But now Clowney's out here pulling some stuff with Josina Anderson. You think he's trying to, add to the price a little bit because pro football talk right after the Diana Rossini report said one year, 12 million is what the, the word was is Clowney trying to do this Josina Anderson move to get some extra money out of this, because that's a lot less than the 20 that he obviously wanted in March. Go ahead, Zach. Well, I, I think that this has gone on long enough that this is a decision. Yes. Money is a factor. I don't want to discredit that money makes the world go round, but I feel like in this situation, because of where we are, that it's about team. It's about choice, right? He's, I mean, he's, he's got suitors. If it's the saints, Titans and Ravens, all three of those are premier playoff teams from a season ago, right? So he's he has the pick of the litter. So this sound, I, I feel, I sense that this is just Clowney picking a team and the team what, paying him whatever the, the negotiation uh, price is. And if it is 12, it's 12. 
All right. Here's here's what I worry, but go ahead. Austin. No, no, I'll, I was I was going to toss to you, Buck, and to talk about the salary cap in, uh, implications in this and how the Saints and how the Ravens could pull something off like this. Uh, you can get to that li- later, but jump into the point you were about to hit. Well, I'm just going to say I hope that John Robinson doesn't do himself more harm than good on this. Like this dude has an ego. This dude believes himself to be really, really good at his job. And if he thinks – because, you know, it's not just people like Clowney. It's not just people like – uh, Taylor Lewan or Kevin Byard. It's it's uh, I I don't know. Uh, if you want to, Will Compton is a good example. Just because of he's a, a recent veteran free agent acquisition. John, John Robinson is going to try and win in that negotiation. He's going to try and win in the Clowney negotiation, and I hope he just doesn't try and back himself into a corner to where Clowney just finally says, "No, I've had enough of this nickel and diming. I'm going to win." I'm going to win the negotiation. I want to win the negotiation. I've been told how many times by how many different people that I'm not going to win the negotiation. So I'm not going to sit here and let let the Titans push me around that way. I just hope that's not the case. Zach, what do you think? Well, I think because he fired his agent, uh, he's obviously not happy with something, right? You don't do that. You don't make the drastic change at the 11th hour. We knew heading into this weekend, guys, that – he, they either the Saints or the Titans wanted him on the practice field by Monday, correct? That was what was reported. So we knew there was going to be live action all weekend. We we talked about it. That's why we're live right now. And Labor Day weekend stuff happens on Labor Day weekend in the NFL every that, year. That Clowney was traded to the Seahawks literally Labor Day weekend a year ago, and that's a, a it's a, a erratic move to fire your agent the weekend right before you are expected to be on a practice field for a team on Monday. Game week. Right? Yeah, it's game week. So with all of that, that's, uh, that's some negativity, right, because of the situation. The one thing, if the Titans do in fact get Jadeveon Clowney, I think Titans fans can feel comfortable that they have the right man for the job in Mike Vrabel to handle him. Right. Once he's on a team, I, I, we've heard that he's a good teammate. It's not like, you know, he, he's he's this lightning rod like T.O. was back in the day. Right. And Mike Vrabel's the perfect coach to hone in. And the other thing that we haven't mentioned all day, or at least for this reaction show, is the Titans got some other good news on the defensive front is that Vic Beasley is now on the roster, right? So you could go from the biggest question marks that we talked about throughout the week, and Buck, you touched it on your, your primetime show, is the question marks of the defensive line and the pass rush now exponentially just got better if you have Vic Beasley and Jadeveon Clowney now all of a sudden on your team. What a, what a wonderful world it would be if you're a Titans fan. If you if your greatest concerns are a kicker and a third string right tackle, that's your first round draft pick. Maybe that bothers backup, you. Maybe that backup doesn't. quarterback is something that scares you. You okay, know what? Backup I mean. quarterback decidedly stinks. Trevor Simeon got released today, and I, the the Josh Rosen thing. I put it out there, and then I t- I texted uh, I texted Cam Wolf, who covers them uh, for ESPN down in Miami, and it was definitively got nothing but a good arm, nothing else. So maybe I jumped the gun on that, just seeing a young available quarterback who could back up Ryan Tannehill. Well, Logan Woodside does not have a good arm. He's got other things, but the arm talent doesn't have it there. All right, back to Clowney though, because uh, I feel like, and I saw Luke Warsham tweet this out, also of A to Z Sports. But does this? I mean, this feels like the the move to counter the Jarrell Casey trade 
and this will make Titans fans completely forget about the Jarrell Casey trade, knowing that this defense absolutely got better by trading away Jarrell Casey, adding Clowney. We'll see what happens with Vic Beasley. You've got the young players that were drafted here to, to continue to develop and get better. Uh, and, and this is something where now – Look, Clowney, I think, makes this defense very dynamic because you have a guy, and I saw Teron Davenport tweet out a lot of stats about, you know, analytical stats about run stuffing uh, rate that Clowney leads the NFL uh, in the run stuff rate uh, over the last three years, ever since that stat was created. He also has a high pass rush uh, win rate as well, even though it doesn't end in sacks for Clowney, it still helps out the defense quite a bit. So just to reset here, because I know a lot of people are, are joining the show, uh, Austin Stanley, Zach Bingham, Buck Rising, all with A-Z Sports here live, reacting, Dinah Rossini uh, saying that uh, Jadavian Clowney expected to sign with the Tennessee Titans, um, and then you got Paul Kaharski who says he confirmed that Buck mentioned he got a text from somebody inside the Titans building that just had a clown emoji, meaning the Titans feel good about this. But then Josina Anderson uh, said that Judavian Clowney said, told her that uh, he hasn't made his mind up and teams are still calling. Pro Football Talk mentioned one-year $12 million deal for Clowney in Tennessee to rejoin Mike Vrabel. Uh, so that is, uh, that is the uh, up-to-date uh, situation. It's not done yet, and I don't think it's going to be officially official at it all today. It never ends. Yes, Clowney like, want, it's Jon Snow. I know Austin's not going to get this. My watch has ended long ago at this point. Well, and, I'm, I'm just so tired. I've been chained to this desk. It feels like for three days waiting for this man, six months rather, waiting for this man to sign. And he's going, he's just going to nuke our, not, not just nuke our Saturday, but continue to nuke our Labor Day weekend. Cause he's, it's, it's not, it's not going to be clean. Even when it's done, I don't think it's done. Yeah, nothing is easy, right? I, I've sent texts out. I'm trying to get confirmation from the, the sources that I have, and I, I haven't heard anything yet. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, – do you think that John Robinson is still trying to figure it out, right? I feel like this That's is this is clowny trying to make the decision. I do want to touch on this, though. Okay. If – and we have to say if because of the conflicting reports, but if the Titans are able to sign Jadeveon Clowney for $12 million – for one year, that is a massive win for this team in this franchise to win the clowny bidding and get him for eight million dollars less than what clowny priced himself at six months ago, as you referenced, Buck. That's that is a win in itself. How if about, they do land him? How about this? Getting Judavian Clowney for less. Than Derrick Henry's average salary over his extended deal. <laughs> so angry. I mean, but seriously, like if you were, to, if we were sitting here, March feels like a long ass time ago for everybody in this world. But if you told me that in September the Titans would have Derrick Henry in a long term deal and they'd pay Jadavian Clowney less than Henry's average salary per year, you're like, okay, J Rob's spinning the dice and winning. Uh, and that's it's pretty impressive if that ends up being the case. And the Titans still, uh, I believe, Buck, you might know this uh, a little more uh, closer than I do. I believe the Titans have around $22, 24000000 million in cap space to work with. And so if they do sign and spend $12 million on Clowney, they still have that wiggle room that John Robinson's talked about needing to have to go into a year when you might have to sign Tremaine Brock or you might have to add somebody else or hell. 
time to pay Jayon Brown or Jonu Smith an extension uh, real quick. There's still the ability to do that if Clowney is signed for this $12 million a year that Pro Football Talk is saying. The Ngakwe deal nuked all of this sure. for him. Absolutely nuked all of this. Ngakwe taking almost a $6 million haircut to get out of Jacksonville just did did what sabotage had already been done uh, by Jadavion Clowney personally, the way that he's handled all this by turning down two- and three-year deals from the Browns with more guaranteed money just because he was he wants another payday after this. It's they are they are in a position where they, this makes the most sense for them for a variety of reasons. One, because it's a one-year rental. It's a weird year, fine. But if you think you're close, make a run at it. The The Lombardi Trophy looks uh, has no asterisks imprinted on it, even if it's a COVID season. Like, you still win the Super Bowl at the end of all of this, assuming that, foot, that, 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 you know, that football finishes the season. Yeah. And we can safely operate at that assumption, I think, at this point. All right, so uh, this is from Paul Kaharski. He just posted this at paulkaharski.com, and I saw this via Twitter. Uh, Clowney has told the Titans he's coming to Nashville. Uh, because he's been so flank, flaky, Titans fans may want to hold off on the full celebration until they see a picture of him on the practice field. But as of right now, Judavian Clowney has told the Titans he's coming to join them in Nashville. He's not signed the deal he's agreed to uh, yet. So that's from PaulKarski.com uh, doing some work there. Here live on A to Z Sports streaming. Austin Stanley, Zach Bingham, Buck Rising. Who wants to react first to that report from Paul? Zach, you want well, to go? Well, I do because now we're starting to stack up that Clowney's coming to, to the Titans, and the only person that's holding this up is Josina Anderson, <laughs> who you talk about uh, attention getter. Like, that's what she tries to be and has been for ESPN for years. She's no longer with her. I just learned that, right? That tells me how much uh, I care about Josina Anderson. But she is the one person – that is holding this thing up. I mean, Diane Rossini, we've talked through that, respected reporter of ESPN that has broken Titans news and that has uh, some tabs on what goes on in St. Thomas Sports Park. Adam Schefter confirmed or said winner, replied to her tweet. PK, from his sources within the Titans, who he's been covering the team for quite some time. So this trend, I think Titans, look, I'm not saying, hey, go out and you can buy a clowny jersey right now. Probably, well, uh, that's a whole other story. But for for Titans fans, I feel like they should be they should be feeling good that this is going to happen. Without question, uh, I I really do think you know for all the reasons that you've just laid out. Here's here's what I want to here's what I want to know from you two, um, and from everybody listening because and we're we're happy that we, to see so many of you. Thanks for hanging out here with us on a Saturday. <laughs> I understand you guys are excited, but I didn't, you know, this is, this is cool to see everybody hanging out here and everybody's excited because we're that much closer to football. Um, Do you care at all that about the way that he's handled this for, for one reason in particular, that he just doesn't seem particularly interested in building relationships within his team. He's he, you know, the intention was to hold out of training camp. The intention was to drag this thing out as long as possible. Do you think that actually matters? in the scope of this. That's kind of the thing that makes me, that's really the only holdup for me. Outside of that, he makes them better immediately if he is what he's supposed to be well, on the he, field. 
he makes any team he was going to join better. But I think the Titans are unique in this situation. I think why the Titans eventually have won this is because they're not Baltimore's market. They don't have the MVP in Lamar Jackson. They don't have a Hall of Fame quarterback in Drew Brees like the Saints have or the New Orleans market or uh, the Seattle Seahawks with Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. They don't have things like that in Nashville, but they do have Mike Vrabel, they do have Jonathan Joseph, which they date back so far, back to when Clowney was in high school in South Carolina and Joseph was playing at the University of South Carolina is when that relationship really began. And that's important. You also have Anthony Midget, who was a part of those Houston staffs when Clowney was there. And Pat O'Hara, I know the different side of the ball, but there's a handful of people he's familiar with. Mike, that, did the, all of that is done on purpose. Like sure, all of that. I, is I mean, done Jonathan Joseph, guys, I, I know we all had to split up our practices. So I only saw Jonathan Joseph in four practices. That guy did not deserve to make the 53 man roster. He was no good. Like Jonathan Joseph, I had to continuously look down to my roster because I'm like, who is 33 again? I'm like, oh, it's Jonathan Joseph getting burnt again. Every by Khalif Raymond. Out of his soul by Khalif. Like, it's just like he didn't deserve to make the team. Now, here's if Clowney signs this deal, the weakest guy in the roster might be Jonathan Joseph to open up a spot on the 53. I don't know about that. But mm-hmm. but again, like I do think it's it's on purpose. Well, and I want to interject here, Austin. You listed a lot of things on why Clowney would sign with the Titans. I also, and I agree with all of them, but I think another huge catalyst is the Titans playoff run. Sure. This like right like that's one of that may be the most important factor. Like that could be all well and good but if the Titans are 9 and 7 and don't make the playoffs, Clowney ain't here. It was what they were able to accomplish in the spotlight of beating Tom Brady in New England, beating Lamar Jackson against Baltimore, going up by 10 against Kansas City and then Mahomes magic happened, but I that I think the Titans don't get to this point to land the biggest free agent on the market if they don't have that AFC championship run that just fell fell a game short. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Corey Jackson says Madden gave it away months ago. As <laughs> you saw that Madden 21 leak of that flash of clowny in the new Titans jerseys. That was pretty funny. It was funny. I'd, I'd Jeff V. Uh, DeRosier is suggesting that they bring in Mike Glennon for the backup quarterback. What do you want Mike Glennon talk? Get out of here with Mike Glennon talk. Yeah, I know. Well, that, yeah. That's, a, that's a conversation for another day that I, yes, I wouldn't mind sure. having a. I wouldn't mind having one of these tri streams to to talk about the backup, yeah, the, the backup quarterback situation because Trevor Simeon, they they cut the guy they drafted in Cole McDonald, they signed Trevor Simeon, and then they cut him again. So that. All of their actions don't tell me that they feel that great about their backup quarterback situation. No, without that may, that may be a conversation for another day. And but here's here's the larger point though with with Clowney and like that locker room. The football people are pay, playing this incredibly close to the best. Like they have been locked down about this up until the eleventh hour, in the same way that they were with Derrick Henry. Like I really think that this thing was was very close to not happening and if John Robinson pulls it off again at the 11th hour I mean this is tremendous work by him he's going to get hit over the head with it if not but at least we know that they were in this thing at the end and it I mean maybe maybe that's no consolation to people I don't know because that 14 million dollars that you're saving without Jarrell Casey only feels so good if you got a player to spend it on but they we know that they have been in this thing up to the very last and they've been tracking it because you know Zoom 
conferences or not, John Robinson usually doesn't tell us much. He usually does a great job of saying a lot of words that didn't have any substance to it, but he was always ready to answer a Davian Clowney question with, yeah, I mean, we've been in contact. Nothing's imminent was a, a, a phrase that was used earlier in the summer about that. They've always been in play uh, with this situation. So A to Z Sports, Austin, Zach, Buck here live on a Saturday night. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to like continue to monitor Twitter as that goes on, but Diana Rossini, 545, now over an hour ago, saying that Clowney expected to sign with the Tennessee Titans. Paul Kaharski says that the Titans have been told by Clowney that he's coming to Nashville, but he's not signed the deal he's agreed to yet. Pro Football Talk said that's a one-year, $12 million contract. That was reported. Josina Anderson makes this confusing by saying she talked to Clowney uh, about 30 minutes ago, and he had not made up his mind. And steam, teams are still calling. Um, so, look, that's the situation we're at. I doubt it's done one way or the other today on Saturday. It, that's, a, that's the weird thing with this, too. It's like – you can't count him showing up to the building because he's got to pass two COVID tests before he can even go in. So that just complicates the situation even further. Yeah, and and the Titans playing on a, a Monday night, a week from Monday, let's face it, they really needed Jadeveon Clowney. I don't know if they could afford to, to not get him. This, this pass rush, the question marks, because you go from – you know, all the question marks to now having Jeffrey Simmons, Daquan Jones, Jadeveon Clowney, an emerging uh, playmaker in Harold Landry. He made some big-time plays last year. And then the question mark of Vic Beasley, I, wh- who is he going to be? Is it going to be closer to the sack leader he was however many years ago, or is he going to be closer to how he's been acting over the last couple well, of months? Whatever you get out of Vic Beasley is a bonus at this point. So, uh, I mean – uh, you can't say a $9 million bonus, right? Well, you no, have no, to no, expect no. I, Vic Beasley to be something if you're the Titans. Uh, you're right. You're writing him off too easy at that point. Like, there has to be expectations for a player getting that kind of salary. Well, I mean, I agree. I agree. But the guy has not done anything in months. Like, you haven't seen anything. Like, what can you What can you actually expect from Vic Beasley right now? Uh, I, I, I guess I have, I bet I'm still not expecting him to do much once Denver gets here. I'm really not, just because he's on the active roster. I have low standards of Vic Beasley because of what he's pulled. Now, let me just pull this up. Mike Herndon tweeted this out. Now, these are combine and pre-draft numbers for Titans pass rushers, but you've got Harold Landry was clocked at a 4'6", 440. Clowney and Beasley both ran 4'5", 3", and Jeff Simmons pre-ACL was clocked at uh, 4.85, and hell, they just said he ran 18 miles an hour in practice this week. So you've got big speed on the Titans' defense to go along with Malcolm Butler or Dory Jackson and Kevin Byard and Jayon Brown has some has some speed too in the second end, uh, in the second level. So you've got a big, fast, dynamic defense with a guy in Mike Vrabel who's confident in his abilities uh, to – play complex defenses and confuse offenses so so buck i want to ask you a question uh, austin and i had an opportunity this past week on our morning show at 8 a.m to talk about the expectations if they got clowny and if they didn't get clowny i want to say look the, the there's reports out there more saying that they landed them right so let's go with that what are your expectations for this tennessee titans team in 2020 now being a, a little over a week from the start of the season 
What are your expectations with Clowney on this defense for this Titans team? Uh, that That's the third best team in the AFC. I mean, if if they have Jadavion Clowney, it's it's Kansas City, it's Baltimore, and it's them. Maybe you could make an argument for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but they this is a postseason run. This is home playoff games, whatever that looks like hosting in the year of COVID. Um, especially with the expanded postseason that that, that we are uh, that they are planning to implement for the first time this year with an additional wildcard team, like they they should win the division. They this this should no be this should no longer be a conversation between them and Philip Rivers and the Colts. It should be definitively the Tennessee Titans deserve to, based on the, the amount of talent that they have, maybe not deserve to, but should be expected to to go out there, win the division, host home playoff games, and make it into the postseason. Whatever happens once they get into the playoffs, I understand like that's that's a crapshoot, really. But it. it it should it should be somebody has to come through Nashville, Tennessee to be able to advance. They should have that opportunity based on the amount of talent that they've that this is their shot. Yeah, like, this yeah. This is their shot. They got they got what they told you with these contracts with Tannehill and with Henry. We think we got two more runs at this thing. We think with this core, we got two more runs at this thing at least. This counts as one, and this is a massive bullet at their disposal. For them to fire if they so choose. So you say third in the AFC behind uh, Kansas City and Baltimore without Clowney. Where'd you have them? Not not solidified at third. Like they're maybe- probably. I mean, they're probably behind. They're still a good team, but that pass rush is 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 non-existent without. I mean, without uh, without Clowney, like they they could Harold be Landry in coverage. That's what they're doing. It'd be Harold Harold Landry dropping back for them to rush three defensive tackles against the Kansas City Chiefs again. No, that's 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 desperation at that point. Um, I think Pittsburgh would be better if they would be better than them is better than than them without Clowney. I think they had an incredible defense last year, and they survived. They pushed the Titans for a for a postseason berth without Ben Roethlisberger. Duck Hodges is hot trash uh, for them to make it even that far in, that deep into the year as they did. Um, I think they should absolutely be considered to be in that conversation for the you know, top five teams in the AFC. Sure. All right. So uh, Adam Schefter just put out another story, uh, kind of backing up Diana Orsini's report, saying that Clowney's because yeah, you see the ESPN side of things, and the, and really, and Buck and Paul are saying that the Titans feel good about this. Paul says Clowney told the Titans he's coming to Nashville. Josina's the problem. Josina is the only Jocena's thing holding the Oh, she's the issue. I can't hold my tongue anymore. She's the issue. There's nobody else. So I, I I now want her to be wrong. But she's so also she's also out. she's also reporting that she's talking to Clowney. And that's I, that's the thing that makes the issue worth kind of pausing. All I know I I get it, but there's too many yeses that it's going to happen, and then there's one no. <laughs> the votes like it just doesn't make any sense. This is a Josina issue. Yeah, one other one person that I completely left out of the connections with Clowney in Nashville is Shane Bowen. Uh, Shane Bowen was also in Houston working with linebackers, and he's basically uh, the assistant co- defensive coordinator to the head coach or whatever his weird title is going to be with Mike Vrabel not actually hiring a defensive coordinator. Um, so you've got a lot of ties with Clowney. I feel like with Jonathan Joseph, Rabel, Bowen, Anthony Midget, uh, Pat O'Hara, that he can get acclimated into that locker room pretty quickly. Uh, you know, I feel like the Titans have a lot of likable guys in there that are very united, and it's not going to be very difficult for Clowney to jump into that locker room, 
Obviously, Lawan's going to make fun of himself for getting blown up in the Outback Bowl back when they were both in college, and they'll have a laugh, and they'll be fine. I, I think Clowney will fit right in to the defense on the field and the locker room and what the culture is going to be uh, because the Titans have a pretty good one. Here's what I'll say about him, you know, schematically. I, I, I don't know him. I, I obviously don't know him conversationally, We and we won't because locker room access – is non-existent this year. I, yeah, basically, like I, we will never talk to Jaden Clowney face-to-face. I feel like I have a massive <laughs> knowledge gap this year just because we haven't been able to get to know these guys. I don't he's, know any of the like, Beasley, for that matter. Yeah, One-year deals, bye-bye. Both of those guys, we'll, we'll never see them. For real. Like, it's it's crazy. <laughs> it's, 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 it's just – it's such a cluster. Anyway, what you can feel comforted by if you're a Titans fan worried about him getting up to speed is that there cannot be an easier position for him to have to play – to be able to thrive in this defense, you can you know how to rest the passer. You know how to fill and and uh, how to fill gaps and stop the run. Like he can do these on a very basic level. Mike uh, Mike can get him up to speed on the terminology as they go. Shane Bowen, Mike Brabel, whatever the two headed defensive coordinator situation is going to look like over the course of this year. His skill set though, and what they are going to ask him to do, it's plug and play. Yeah, uh, a couple stats from Teron Davenport. Over the last two years, Clowney had the uh, second highest pass rush win rate in the NFL, being his blocks in two and a half seconds, 26% of the time. Also had the highest run stuff rate since 2016 in the NFL, and that is when they created that stat. So Clowney, successful uh, in winning in the pass rush game over the last two years, and the best of any defensive lineman to rack up a thousand snaps in the NFL at run stuff. So you get a guy that's not just a pass rusher. He's going to help your entire defense. And he's going to help out, you know, the the rookie Christian Fulton who's going to have to play a lot of snaps uh in a in a in a not as deep secondary that the Titans have this year compared to last year. Yeah, and on top, if you think about it, Monday night, another good news for the Titans is we've talked about Juwan James opting out. Now you, now, right, the right tackle of uh, the Denver Broncos. Yeah, you forget about that. Now you've got as uh, made the analogy of bullets in your holster. I mean, you're you're ready to go. That now the the pendulum has swung to. I feel like the Titans' pass rush advantage. It's pretty crazy. I it's it it is wild because I you know until you said that I completely I I have I have put out of my mind actual football like matchups and stuff like that we've been so buried in all of this crap leading up to getting just to a damn game for God's sakes and trying you know trying to wade through the the transaction day that we've had and all this stuff um it's advantage Titans with everything but physically being in Denver and playing at elevation for whatever, you know, whatever disadvantage that puts you at, this is a this is a this is simply a better team. More talent, more uh more more consistency, more continuity, more familiarity, all of these things that you needed in an offseason that was non-existent. I still thought it was training camp up until yesterday. Uh <laughs> all of these things all all of these things coming down uh, the line and and yeah, they've got a game to play on Monday, and Clowney could be very well available to them should he clear his two negative tests. And yes. Buck, to that point, Corey brings up. He says Clowney makes the entire defense better. How much does this help the back half of the defense with the secondary and Christian Fulton as a rookie, a Dory Jackson, Malcolm Butler, Kenny Vaccaro, and Kevin Byard? They're all like, 
hell yeah. And the, the middle linebackers, they're like, hell yeah, right? Well, this makes their job easier. Yeah. It, like what we've, we've always been talking about with the Titans is that they had to blitz Logan Ryan. Logan Ryan had to have eight and a half sacks the last two years for the Titans to get some good rush. Like I, Malcolm Butler had a really nice sack in the scrimmage they had at Nissan Stadium a couple Fridays ago. That, that's like they have they they've been having to blitz nickel corners and safeties and linebackers. Like Jalen Brown's racked up a decent amount of sacks over the last several years too. And now it's it's the necessity. Yeah, it's can you go get enough pressure to disrupt the quarterback without sending extra bodies? And for the first time since maybe two thousand eight. It feels like the Titans can do that with Javion Clowney because you got Simmons, Daquan Jones, uh, obviously Landry, Beasley. It, it feels like that's an actual possibility uh, to do that. And I think, guys, too, like we haven't even gotten into this, I think there's absolutely situations where you have Simmons, Clowney, Beasley, Landry, those four guys all in the field together. Like I think that's that's sure. that's a that's like what a NASCAR package, an indie package, whatever they want to call it, to go out there and uh, run and get after that guy. Yeah, I, they they boast now one of the best defensive fronts in in football. Uh, Daquan Jones, nose tackle isn't sexy, and he's in a contract year, but he looks physically over the past two years. He has physically transformed himself in a way that makes him a massive asset for them. You couple. That with Jeffrey Simmons. Jeffrey Simmons is not a not a by nature a pass rusher, but he's just physically bigger and stronger than everybody else, and that plays into this interior pressure that they'll have. If you have if you have the kind of speed off the edge that we're talking about, and Clowney Clowney doesn't even need to be that explosive. Like you can line him up over the center, you can line him up over the guard, you can take advantage of matchups that way. You can send him from everywhere. He can be your new Logan Ryan. How, how much better? How much better are you going to feel about Logan Ryan not being on the Titans when it's him screaming off the edge or coming coming uh, coming from the inside of a blitz package in those diamond formations that they like to run? Instead of a corner, you've got Jadavion Clowney at six five. What, what is he? Two seventy five. He's like LeBron. Nobody knows exactly how much he weighs. Well, LeBron's LeBron's been lying about his weight for years. LeBron is closer to two. So is Isaiah Wilson. Oh, gee, well, for the wrong reason. <laughs> Shout out heavyweights. <laughs> but I was going to say, Clowney also had the same amount of pick sixes as Logan Ryan did last year, too. <laughs> you love that. Step on the scale. Step <laughs> up the scale. <laughs> uh, so uh, to, to wrap this up, I yeah. do have a question, all right? All right. So, and this, this, uh, I want to hear your answer, Buck. I want to hear your uh, your answer, Austin. I, I want to hear everybody else. If we're streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope and Twitch. Hello. This is, this is live reaction. I, I don't know where you can get this anywhere else. We scrambled gone. from three different places to get okay. here this to make this Z happen sports. for you, for you guys. Yeah, it is sports at its finest. So I'm going to set this up. All right. Yeah. Austin, I want you to go over the reports because there are conflicting reports. But with the conflicting reports about Clowney, what's your confidence level that the Titans officially sign him? One through ten. Ten, the ink is dry. They're trying to, to sew a uniform together to get this guy ready for Denver. One is Josina Anderson just threw a curveball into your life. All right, so I will I will update the reports of what happened. So uh, 5.45, hour 20 minutes ago, Diana Rossini says expected to sign with the Tennessee Titans. Uh, that was uh, backed up by Adam Schefter. Uh, then Aaron Wilson says that it was still between 
the Titans and Saints, but felt like the Titans were the leaders. Then Paul Kaharski confirmed uh, the Diana Rossini report. And then about 15 minutes after that, uh, Josina Anderson throws a bomb on it and says that she talked to Clowney directly and that he has not made up his mind and that teams were still calling. Uh, Buck got a clown emoji text from somebody in the Titans building. And then Paul Kaharski wrote on his website saying that Clowney has told the Titans he's coming to Nashville. Adam Schefter and ESPN people have continued to back up the initial report uh, from Diana Rossini saying Clowney expected to sign with the Titans. And Paul also added that the deal, he has not signed the deal that he's agreed to yet. And pro football talk throughout one year, $12 million. So that's that's the gist of it off the top of the dome there. So, Buck, one through ten with everything that's going on, what's your confidence level of the Titans actually signing him? And then I'll read some comments. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Can so I take an 8.5? You can do that. You can do anything but a five, right, buddy? I haven't done this with you in a while. Anybody, you know, anything but a five. You can go hundreds of a point if you want to. You, know, you can – you have to justify tens and zeros or ones and fives. I don't know if you can justify five. So eight point I, 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 five is absolutely okay. What what's what's missing at the top though? Him. I mean, <laughs> his signature. His him, signature. You know him. Like if ten, if ten's the ink's dry. I mean him. He's not until he's here. He's not here. You know, and he's just been so flaky across all of this stuff that Damn. I. Uh, you have trouble. You have trouble putting full confidence in it. So I want to read some comments and get some yeah. numbers from everybody else. We got a massive show live. Titans reaction to the report of Diane Arsini saying that the Titans are going to land Clowney. I don't know if you can get this anywhere else. A to Z Sports. Money never sleeps, baby. We are right here live. Make sure your live notifications are on. Uh, LGRW says nine point nine five zero one says solid seven. Tony goes with an eight. Uh, Jay uh, Hollifield says. Uh, one year, four point five million. I, I don't know. The numbers have not officially come out. Evan says eight. Brandon goes with eight. Kirby says eight. Terry goes with a four. Back it up, Terry. Back it up. He's saying four. He's going with Josina. Uh, Raul says nine point nine. Houston with eight point five. El Boogie with five. Robert agrees with your eight point five. Kelkins is at at nine. So a ton of different ranges of numbers, but. A lot, a lot higher, right? I, we're, we're more in the 8 to 10 range than you are the 5, 6, uh, that range. Yeah. So I, I was I, I was going to go a 9 before Buck said anything. So I'm at a 9, uh, Zach. And I have been – I you, you loved the take that I made to end yesterday's show uh, on a Friday morning about how confident I was. I thought the Titans would have Jadavian Clowney signed – by the time we were back from Labor Day weekend uh, and it interrupted our Labor Day weekend to come do this. But uh, I, I I feel very confident, obviously. If Jadavion Clowney is telling the Tennessee Titans that he's coming and you have ESPN people, you've got uh, Paul Kaharski reporting it and Bucks getting a clown emoji tweet. Uh, nobody's commented on the clown emoji on the graphic, by the way. I'm surprised by that. But, well, you don't have to be patted on the back for every I little thing. Did, you did, did good, bud. You did I just, good. I just thought it was a lot of moving parts. I just spr- <laughs> I just sprinted from 20 minutes away from my home to get here. I'm very happy that you got the clown on the. On the well, it looked like you like made sure you dried the forehead sweat too. But I, I felt like I felt very <laughs> confident that the Titans would have Clowny by the time we were back after Labor Day. So I'm at a nine at this point. And you're right. It's 
it's literally just waiting on him and he's been flaky and this whole time. So is he going to pull something weird once again? So I'm in a 9.1. If he gets number 91, it makes a lot of sense. But I'm at 9.1. You guys have discussed all the reasons why. There's too many things that tell me that this is going to happen. I don't know why I'm giving Josina Anderson 0.9 credit, but I guess I am. 9.1. Titans players. Uh, Kowarski has has contacts inside, so I, I trust what he he's reporting. I trust Diana Rossini because we know the connections that she has with the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I I think a nine point one. I, I think if you're a Titans fan, you should feel more comfortable that it's going to happen. But as we all know, the ink has to dry and eloquently said by Buck, uh, we're the only thing missing is him, and he's no. pretty important. They doing e signatures these days? I mean, like, what's I, I got a great app for that. I just downloaded something off of Dover. If I need to email it to him, hit me up. But I'm serious. So let's think about this. And King Isaac in all caps says, I heard he's in Brentwood. I, I don't is that is that Joe Dubin's burner YouTube. I don't know. But, <laughs> but, but uh, look, seriously though, because if if Javian Clowney, like, what all happen has to happen for him to sign this? A pass physical? Does he have to get in the building to do this? So here's here's my opinion on that. I don't know this, but reading the tea leaves over the last several days, what I would assume happened, the Titans were waiting, waiting, waiting. We knew that they wanted to to bring him in for a physical. We knew that they wanted him. We also knew that Jadavion Clowney wanted to possibly entertain the notion to come to the Titans. He said no to the Cleveland Browns. We also knew that. So uh, I what I think happened. Once the Saints came back in, guns a-blazing, and the report said that one of their coaches was flying to Houston to meet him, I think they probably, and I don't know this, this is my personal opinion, is they probably said, hey, this is we're going to offer you the contract, and it's obviously pending a physical because that's just a part of the NFL, but we don't have to have you in here for us to sign you. I think that is what changed over the last couple of days, in my opinion. I, yeah, without question. Listen, I think everybody, uh, I think the person who sleeps uh, sleeps the best at the end of this is one, Mike Vrabel, two, John Robinson, and three, our friend Brent Doherty, because he just got let off the hook in a big way by all of this. <laughs> Super tough scene on the internet last night. Uh, so everybody just waiting with bated breath. Fair. <laughs> Good comment. I, I don't know about you guys. I feel a little bit of paranoia about ending this show and then something new happening because that's kind of the way this has been going. We're all but- home now. I mean, hell. <laughs> I'm going to crack a high noon. Yeah. Yeah. Call into the other room and have somebody bring you. I'll have yeah. one of my dogs go fetch me a drink. All right, guys. <laughs> uh, hope you all ha- hope everybody here has a great rest of your Saturday. Thanks for jumping on here again. There's a high noon for us. <laughs> no ads. Hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, didn't, he didn't turn the label. He didn't I turn didn't the label. The label yeah, he just got the- hey, I love these things. If you if you want to pay me to endorse, I will endorse the hell out of some high noon. I go all over Nashville to find these. It's a Saturday night. We're we got a little bit of clowny news. I hope that this is a high noon with the the Titans having clowny. <laughs> 
Look, look, we went 52 and a half minutes at Bucks drinking high school style vodka out of a water bottle, maybe. This is a, this is a water bottle full of gin I just pulled out of my mini fridge, just like the dorms. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but I will say this. People have been commenting about Zach's hat, but we've got this going still. Until, <laughs> until football season really gets going back, until the Titans play AZ 30 for 30% off anything. Uh, right there at shop.adzsportsnational.com with code AZ30. So, like, I, we had to do something, right? We couldn't well, just. The funny, the funny thing is, is that this my hat was, and I, I look at the comments. It was Jadeveon Clowney comments, and then my hat comments came in second. So you did good. I, I like, hey, hey, it's a great brand, a great logo, and I'm proud to rock it. It's literally everywhere. Everybody have a great rest of your uh, Labor Day weekend. Buck, you're off Sunday night from A to Z primetime. You'll be back Monday night. Uh, Zach and I are off Monday morning. So we'll be back Tuesday morning at 8. Buck will be Monday night at 8 p.m. Central Time. Uh, and Buck, you've got a good podcast. We've got up. all sorts of good stuff coming y'all's way. It's been a uh, it's been a good weekend, even even in the times of COVID. A to Z sports is not stagnant. We got you guys covered uh, for sure. All right, guys, thanks for watching. Have a great rest of your Labor Day weekend. We'll see you guys next week. Peace and love. Adios.